Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The best way to start an interview in the middle of the Beach Road Hotel is to sneak up on someone and scare the shit out of her. Mel Gregg is just around the corner here. I'm going to frighten her. Excuse me. <laughs> oh God, that's the best thing I've had over my shoulder all week. A big phallic microphone. <laughs> yes. Check one, two, three. On the mic. Test, test, test. With Mike Goldman. <laughs> A very sneaky way to start the show. With Mel Gregg, I snuck up on her in the Beach Road Hotel. We had a few drinks, talked to her about Celebrity Apprentice, her radio show, her time on Amazing Race, the royal prank where the nurse topped herself. That's pretty full on. We chat about a dating column. You know what? I'm sick of doing these kind of introductions on my podcast. I'm going to do something different. I'm going to sing about what's coming up with Mel Gregg very shortly. Do you like to run? Do you like to raise money for charity? Well, here's your opportunity to do both. I'm the ambassador for the Shepherd Center. Who's the Shepherd Center? Well, they give deaf kids a voice so they can be part of their community and their family. Incredible organization with five centers across Australia, only partially government funded, so they need your help. I'm going to run in the city to surf, a 14K fun run in Sydney, over 80,000 people running, and they've given me a spot at the front. Do you want to run at the front with me? And you'll start the race just behind the professional runners. You get a singlet, wristband, invitation to come and take a tour of one of the centers personalized running bib i wonder if you could just go straight to ribs and rumps down at bondi straight after with that bib on and just slobber your ribs and crap all over it you also get your superstar finishes medal and you can come to my own piss up straight after the run my own function sorry i shouldn't say piss up uh, you'll also receive a very special piece of artwork from one of the kids who goes to the shepherd center to say thank you for your hard work so help out the shepherd center and get fit for charity giving deaf kids a voice so they can be part of their community and their family, the Shepherd Centre. Go to onthemic.com for all the details and all the other episodes of On The Mic are there too. Thanks to Rode Mics, Rode Microphones for this incredible IXY, which we're recording the show on right now. Great microphone. You can just plug it straight on into the iPhone. If you want to be part of this show, please go to patreon.com and make a monthly donation so we can pay the producers and the hosting fees and all that kind of stuff because at the moment I'm just paying it out of my own pocket. Get behind the scenes footage and so much more. Thank you to our first ever sponsor, Erica Hammond. Legend. She loves the show. She's in Brizzy and it's my mum. She's the only sponsor. So please help patreon.com forward slash on the mic. We'll mention you on the show. All right, here's my cheesy introduction about Mel Gregg. Welcome to On The Mic, the Mike Goldman podcast that you like, I hope. Today on the show, a babe called Mel Gregg. When you look at her, you're gonna grow a third leg. She has a dating column and a radio show. Can orgasm in three seconds, didn't you know? She was on Celebrity Apprentice and Amazing Race. Poker if you're single, cause she'll sit on your Facebook. And check you out. 
check her out. Smell Greg, smell Greg. Check her out. Smell Greg, smell Greg. Check her out. Live from the Beach Road Hotel, it's Mel Greg. Hi, welcome to Backstage at the Beach Road Hotel. I'm hanging here with Mel. Hello, darling. <laughs> Do you normally take women into dark corners and private rooms like this? I've made a career out of it. So, <laughs> Well, I mean, I'll take that. And thanks for the wine. Oh, no, I bought that. So we're off to a good start. I bought you beer You bought well. me wine and a beer. So we, we said, let's meet at the Beach Road Hotel. This is the first time I've ever done my podcast at a bar. Cheers. And it's so sorry if it's a little bit echoey, but downstairs was a bit noisy. It was playing commercial music in the background. So Apple would have cut off my podcast if they could have heard that. So <laughs> So I've just asked some guy if we could uh, sneak up to the burger bar, which is not open yet. But there's a full bar up here with like all 12 different versions of Patron Tequila. I could see some Grey Goose. Let's just, we could sneak over there and have a couple well, of shots. I was about to say, I'm nearly um, out of my wine. Are you willing to go behind there and top it up? We're just going to get really pissed, aren't we? <laughs> Probably. It's, it's, this shouldn't be called on the mic. It should be called on the piss <laughs> with Mike and Mel. I love it. How oh, are you, darling? Yeah, look, I'm doing really good. I've um, had a few ups and downs recently, but you just got to look at the positives. Let's get the shit out of the way. Mm. Okay, uh, you broke up with your husband. Are you yes. all better for it now? What's the story? Absolutely, yeah. It came out um, just publicly a, a week ago. I had to deal with um, him being unfaithful. So when you, when you know that, it certainly makes it a lot ah, easier. How'd you find out? Uh, you know what? You just, girls just know. So we'd, we'd broken up. Intuition. I woke up vomiting in the middle of the night. I kid you not. My gut said something's not right. You just know. You just know. But we kept it private until he came out with his new girlfriend and a couple uh, of girls got angry. And You, you didn't have kids. You didn't have kids or anything No, like no that. kids. No kids. A dog. Well, yeah, but I get the dog. And what about all, all your stuff you had together? You had to split it down the middle or you get everything because you cheated? <laughs> Basically. We didn't have much, so it's all right. We were about to, like we'd just been married. We'll get into that stage of buying a house. So we didn't have to split much. And yes, he was I in Adelaide anyway. Yeah, we were doing long distance. Hey, fuck that, man. I hate long distance. I tried to do it with my girlfriend, well, slash fiance at the time. Yeah, have you been married? When I was living in LA. No, I've been engaged twice. I don't get married. I get engaged to people <laughs> just so I can talk them into breaking up with me. Do you let but, them keep the ring? Uh, well, actually, uh, that's the first one, she said that she wanted to keep it for sentimental reasons. Mm. What do you think of that? Well, I hocked mine. Oh. I said the same thing. Okay. No, I got it back. Tight <laughs> <laughs> ass. And, and I can say this now because it's so long ago. I kept that ring and then I, I gave it back to the jeweller who made me the ring and I said, I'll give you another five grand. Can you make another upgraded version? Oh, you did not. <laughs> you did not. not. It wasn't the same ring though. <gasps> no wonder why it hasn't worked for you. you. You created karma on the ring before it even started. No, but that's not bad. I didn't, it's not that. the same ring. It was a different no, ring. It's the same ring with an upgrade. It's just a, like if I had to cash in cash converters and use the money to get another ring. Would that matter? Yes. Why? It's, it's, like it's the same the cash. karma surrounding Cash goes it. into my bank account, I pull it out, and then I pay for another ring. But I just let the jeweler keep the ring, and he gave me another one. This is why you're not married, Mike. Oh, I, I feel that this could be why. Okay, well, my current girlfriend, Bianca, she's amazing. She's got two feature films out that she's recorded this year, and um, she's got all sorts of big things and happening. And how much are you going to upgrade the ring to for uh, her? I, I don't think I need to upgrade because there's two rings in one. <laughs> if you give her that ring, oh, my God. Oh, I hope she <coughs> listens to me. this. That reminds me. Sorry, sorry. Uh, that reminds me. I've just got to thank our sponsor. Is that cool? Yeah, yeah, go on. Uh, big thanks to Kieran White Jewelers. Uh, <laughs> They are the best jewellers in town. If you're getting engaged and you're looking for that perfect diamond ring, 
contact Kieran. Kieran's jewellers. <laughs> That's disgraceful. What? Yeah, so no. what's going on? You're on radio in Wollongong. The yeah. Gong. I yeah. used to be on 200 in Wollongong yeah, years ago. Yeah, you were saying. Is that even a real radio station anymore? No, um, I think it's it's your opposition, so yeah, you'd say that. <laughs> no, they're, they're, what are they called? Um, I-98. Oh, yeah, no. And you're, you're on the wave. Yeah, I'm on the wave, and I absolutely love it. Getting up at 4 a.m., though, is never good. Like, you're always in a deep sleep at that time. My you're dad, never ready for it. My dad has been doing breakfast radio for his whole life and he I don't know how he does it. I don't know how you guys do it. I tried it for a while when I when digital radio started in, in Sydney in, and in Australia and there were four people listening to my show. Not even that actually. I don't think anyone was actually listening to my show because no one had a digital radio. <laughs> and getting up that early was just so hard and then you feel like crap the rest of the mm. day and you're so grumpy. How do you do it? Well, you don't. Like, you have to work out if you're going to have a nap or push through. I mean, this time in the afternoon, I'm going to have a couple of wines and have a nap like a little dog in the sun. Yeah, but you'd have to work tomorrow. It's a Friday at the moment. So what do you do all weekend? You just catch up on sleep? Yeah, you don't set your alarm and you Netflix and chill. But I just learned the other day, is chill just chilling or is chill sex? Uh, when, when, you say, when you say Netflix and chill, does that mean it, Netflix and sex? It depends how you say it. Like, if but I, I just really just want Netflix and chill. Like, I just want to chill. Just want, want to relax and actually, yes. you know, watch episode 243 of The Good Wife. <laughs> yes, but people say that it means sex. No, it depends on how you say it. So if I say, hey, Mel, mm. do you want to come to my place and watch Netflix and chill? <laughs> yeah, okay, so that's the creepy version. Yeah, I get it. That, that makes, basically means we're going to have a root. But if... <laughs> If I say it like, hey, Mel, come over and watch Netflix and chill. Yeah, wear your tracksuit pants, bring a pizza, you know. And then we're still going to have sex. <laughs> Speaking of sex, you have a dating column. I do. I just think it's important to normalise things for other women. So I share and I overshare and I think that's why I can't get a date. Bullshit. I don't know why you did it. Because your husband cheated on you and you want him to know about all the people that you're fucking. <laughs> Admit it. The only problem is, now if you read my column, Mike, you would know that I forgot to have sex for six months. You haven't had sex for six months? I've broken that drought now, but I got to the point where I was so busy doing important stuff that I completely forgot about men. So do you go on these dates even if you know that they might be not the right person for you to so you can write about it in your column? <laughs> yes. No, well, yes. Because I know this girl on the Gold Coast, and I actually put her on my podcast sometimes. Her name's Tinder Linda. Oh, not her real name, but she's a traffic reporter for a Christian radio station, and she just goes on the stupidest dates possible. The weirdest things that people write to her on Tinder, she'll just go on the date. Like a guy the other day said, "Hey, uh, you want to go picking mushrooms with me later tonight <laughs> See, that's at eleven p.m.?" I would love to pick mushrooms with someone, though. I'd give that a crack. Mm, but so you no, can hear I that story. Do that. Hear that story in my podcast. Uh, I think it's a few episodes ago, but she's hilarious. Is that you wouldn't do that just for the story? No, not for the story. I'm genuinely wanting to find love again so when you share these stories I guess it's also like so people know what to expect so if you put everything out there and someone reads it they know that you're going to be a little bit cray cray and they expect it from the start what are you looking for just a man just a man with unconditional love preferably someone that's not unfaithful Mm -hmm. someone that understands this industry someone that understands me and is willing to just wouldn't be a Sydney bloke you need, you, need a, you need a Queenslander. A guy from the gong might be all right. Most Sydney guys I know cheat on their girlfriends and wives. Really? Oh, it's a Sydney thing. You know it's why? bullshit. I'm going to go on a rant. I fucking hate social media. It's, it creates temptation. It creates these avenues that weren't there before. It's, it's up to the person as to whether or not they cheat. It is on the individual. But it's so easy. 
It makes everyone think that there's something better out there, especially yes. the people that don't realise this photo is just airbrushed. This yes. girl has no money. She might have a lot of followers, but most of them are from third world countries who just want to perv on white chicks. <laughs> and it's not going to sell any protein powder whatsoever, so stop giving them money. It's true, though. And it's just so sad because it's not real, but people believe it is real life and they just make silly choices. And I know that's what tempted my husband. He needed an outlet, and that's probably why I hate it so much and use the F word. You know, it was when he was not feeling happy and comfortable, that was his outlet. He went there and he hunted and he gathered. Mm. So you're still dealing with it or is it in the past? Are you over it now? No, so in the past. When someone does something like that, when someone disrespects you, when someone lies, you don't ever waste time mourning them. You have your moment and you move forward. That's what I'm doing. Enough about relationships and all that crap. I'm happy in mine, so <laughs> I don't want to know about other don't people's sob stories. on Instagram, though, Mike. Don't be one of those people. I mean, guys that are in relationships, why are you liking bikini photos every two seconds? I don't like bikini photos every two seconds, probably every day or two. <laughs> See, you're exaggererating again. But a, a mate of mine, actually, Tim O'Matic. He, oh, I love he, Tim O'Matic. Uh, Tim O'Matic told me that he... No, you have to he, call him Tim O'Maggi now. He's changed no, his name no, again. I, I interviewed him in, uh, in my podcast. And at the start of the podcast, we're talking about how his new name is Tim O'Maggi. And we're talking about people like Andrew G. He was Spidey, Andy G, Andrew G, then Osher Gunsberg. And during the podcast, he goes, you know what? I'm going to go back to Tim O'Matic. <laughs> Well, how many times did you say Tim Omaji? So, oh, heaps of times. And so you annoyed him. And, and he goes, you know what? You know me as Tim Omatic. Uh, that's what I got known from. Australia's Got Talent, Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, that's Not name. Dancing with the Stars. What's the show he was on? Uh, so You Think Australia- You Can Dance. Uh, yeah, So You Think You Can Dance. Yeah. So when I was on the Hot 30 Countdown, we were interviewing him all the time as Tim Omatic. Mm. He's an absolute lovely guy. Yeah, he's cool. He's got, he's got some amazing new songs coming out soon uh, with Shanil Sharma, who's an, a guy who like discovered the Veronica is an awesome music producer and you, you've got to hear these songs like one yeah, of them's got different a different sound for him because yeah. I loved his old stuff it, it, it's still a little bit the same sounding but it's got a bit more of a um, a hip hoppy sort of um, Colombian Cuban sort of sound to it I really really like it one of his songs has got the sample from Ace of Bases All That She Wants in it oh and, wow yeah, yeah, yeah. that would be cool do what you want has he released this yet or you've just had a private viewing you, what the hell is that we're trying to do a podcast here <laughs> No, it's all right. Sorry. <laughs> Sitting in a bar, I guess you, you're going to get people muscles, moving. Though. Let's take a moment to admire that. So there's a guy moving a big table at the moment from muscles. one end of the room to the other with his massive muscles. Do you want me to get his number for you? Yes, please. And you didn't answer my question before. Is Tim O'Matic single these days? Tim O'Maggi, Tim O'Matic, who he's uh, gone back to his name during my podcast. Yeah, he's um, he is single. Yeah, but he was what I was leading to, Instagram is the new dating app. Like, it is. People don't worry with Tinder anymore. You just make no. a comment and, and say stuff to girls, and if they reply, then... Three likes know. of three different photos, but you have to be strategic. Don't go for three titty photos. I've written an article about this as well. You have to... And then, so I just lose patience after about three weeks of them doing a few likes. I just go, hey, do you want to have a real conversation? And it normally works. And so have you been out on a date with a guy through Instagram? Yeah, yeah, I have. Right. They're different in real life. Yeah. Well, so that, it didn't progress that, to date number two. Is that, is that called catfishing? No, oh. catfishing is when you do a fake one. Oh, okay. So it's cat, when you I pretend cat, to be someone else. I thought catfishing was when you, your photo doesn't look like you. It's like overly no, airbrushed. No, catfishing would be me creating a Mike Goldman Instagram account and pretending to be Mike Goldman. That's catfishing. <laughs> it's you. But then it's like... and I then. Knew it was you. <laughs> 
And then someone goes on a date with you and then I rock up. And it's catfishing. Can you please delete that Grindr account? Because I cop so much shit no, about you, it. No, I saw the photos you sent those men. So you were on a few TV shows. <laughs> what were you on? You were on uh, Amazing Race? Yes, I did the um, first season of the Australian version. We sucked at that. Oh, where'd you come? Sixth. Which was halfway, halfway, which was good. How come? Your friend that you're on it with, did you argue a lot? No, no, no. She was my sister. Well, she still is my sister. So you argued a lot. (laughs) Yeah, we we didn't talk for three months after the show. So those kinds of shows ruin relationships. So um, when we look back on all the people that were on that show, only one of the relationships is still together. So it ruins relationships so, with stress. So you, because um, I know I know a few producers that work on that show, and and they're the same people who work on Big Brother and a lot of reality shows, The Block, whatever. But they'll make sure that you don't get a lot of sleep, so you are a yes. bit grumpy and on edge. Is that true? So one leg is one episode, and that leg will go for up to forty-eight hours. Oh you God. don't sleep or drink or eat. Oh. Because they give you money and say, oh, you can use your leg money for food. But if your taxi takes a wrong turn, you've got no spare money. So no one would use their money. So whenever we'd be at the airports getting a a new flight to a location, we would beg for money and for food at the airport. I would eat the crew's leftovers on the plane. And were you good mates with the crew? Because obviously they'll help you yeah. on the outside. Well, they're not allowed to help you, but it is absolutely vital to become friends with producers. Oh, Mr. Muscles is at it again. He's moving the table again. How's that going, mate? Could you please top up my wine? <laughs> he, he, uh, he looks a bit young for you. I know, he actually looks like he's about 18. But you know what? Maybe I need to go cougar. Yeah, why not? Excuse me. <laughs> uh, are you single? Just, just out of curiosity? He wants to know. Grinder doesn't work for him anymore. No, not me. God. I have, this is my local. I've got to come back here, Mel. You just go to the, the gong pubs and people know me here. Yeah, okay. Well, if they do, could you fill up my wine then? All right, I'll get your wine. We're going we're gonna to pause the podcast right now and get a wine and come back. Okay, welcome back to part two of Don't On The Mic that. with Mel. And I'm apparently not allowed to mention the fact that she can get herself Don't. off in three seconds. <laughs> what? You did it on another podcast. You can't do it on mine. Because you didn't say it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. context you've made it sound dirty it wasn't said in a dirty way oh, okay i was talking about other podcasts and you mentioned that you did one with some other girls yes, and uh, yes. talking about sex yes. and the quickest way to have an orgasm and <laughs> apparently you hold the world record for getting yourself off the quickest <laughs> i'm gonna just drink my wine why do you need a boyfriend we shouldn't have had wine in this situation my god okay so if if i sneezed or looked the other way you could literally be knocking one out <laughs> don't say it like that Yes. I mean, I, I have a little bit, I have that problem as well. But for a girl, it's not a problem. For a guy, it's a problem if you can come that quick. Yeah, let's not talk about this. Can you imagine this headline? I don't want that headline again. No, but it's true, man. I, I'm, I'm a spoil spurt. <laughs> I, um, I, no, I, I, initially, I thought I was good at sex because I was getting it down to a minute. <laughs> oh, your poor girlfriend. Yeah, I know last night we're having sex and she said, <laughs> she said, this is great, wasn't it? Well, how long? What, like 10 seconds after? No, no, this is great, wasn't it? 
She's saying, while we're having sex, she said, oh, this is great, wasn't it? Said <laughs> it finished when she, mid-sentence. Okay, now I get it. I didn't know. See, we've got something in common then. We achieve what we need to achieve quickly. Now, let's just, let's just make the rest of the podcast about no, sex. can we not? Can we not? Because people just end up turning this into dirty headlines. I have a small penis anyway. I don't want to talk about it. So do I. I'm hung like a cashew. <laughs> Me too. What do you mean you have a small penis? Like a, a clitoris? Is it, does it look like a small penis? No, let's not talk about my parts. I don't even know. what I've not even... But you have a dating column. This stuff is wide open for chat. I know. It so is, but I have control of it when I write it myself doing a Mike Goldman podcast. You never know what's going to happen. Hey, what was Celebrity Apprentice like? That was amazing because I hadn't had any work or any opportunities for ages. So I was craving it. Mm. So the long days and the early starts, I was like, la, 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 loved it. Where everyone else was getting stressed, Mm. I was cool as a cucumber. Who was on it with you? Uh, Sophie Monk. Um, We had uh, one of the bachelors, Blake Garvey, Mm. Gabby Greco. Oh, my God. Don't even get me started on her. Uh, Gina Liano. Um, was Josh Horner on yours? No, no. Um, James Matheson. I was talking to Josh Horner the other day, the judge from Dancing with the Stars, and he said when you're sitting in the room waiting to go in to find out who's going to get fired, you're not even allowed to look at the, uh, the boss. What's his name? Oh, yeah. So, Mark, what, did he do it as well? Mark Burris. Did Josh do it Josh as well? Josh Horner did it, yeah. And he said you'd sit in a room and everyone had to look the other way when he walked past yes. to go and hang a piss or whatever. Yes. And you weren't allowed to <laughs> wee. You weren't allowed to do anything. And you'd be in there for like seven hours. And I'm like, the first boardroom, I'm like, I'm going to just flirt with him because it's Mr. B. Yeah. It's all going to be fine. Really? And I'm like, yes, Mr. Boris. I'll behave myself. Like he's just, he has this presence yeah. that demands respect. Where did, where did you get to? Down to the final five or something? Of course. Final five. Um, Last two girls, uh, myself and Sophie Monk. Why did you get fired? Uh, because we had to do a beauty expo and um, do celebrity foot massages. Didn't go well. The boys ganged up against me, but that's how it is. Yeah, I remember that. I ganged up on other people. It's, it's the game. It's what you do. So I was happy to make it that far. Uh, it's good to be doing it. Josh said he was getting a few grand a week or something, or five grand a week. It's good money. Oh, it's good money, of course. Nice, especially when you're doing fuck all. And you know what this industry is like. work hard. Yeah. Like, no, no, before Celebrity Apprentice, like, you know, the industry is like up and down. One minute you're really busy, oh, next yeah. minute you're like, what am I going to do? I've got no life. Goes in the jungle and gets 50, 50K <laughs> to 100K for their efforts. Dude, they get so much money for doing that stuff. Are you still mates with Sophie Monk? Yeah, we do. We, we text every now and again um, when she was announced as the Bachelorette. Oh, gosh, I'm drunk. Bachelorette. bachelorette. <laughs> I don't want to be on the Bachelorette. <laughs> It's like Bachelor v- times Roulette, the Bachelorette. Hey, what do you think of her going on that show? So she says to find a normal guy. Fuck off. No, no, it's like, true. It's really? true. No, oh, you won't find a normal guy on the Bachelorette. They're all, they're all like girl versions of guy versions of Insta chicks. No, they just no, want more followers. No, look at that. You know what? I see what you're saying. And normally, any other show, I'd be the same. But look at the success rate. Look at who's still together. Schnitzel face and um, Sam Wood are having a baby. Schnitzel face. I love you, Schnazano. I just, I say Schnitzel face. <laughs> Gosh, give me another wine. I'm hungry all of a sudden. What is I this burger bar called? I want a schnitty. Um, and then you look at Tim and Anna. There's been some long-lasting, solid relationships. Mm. And the thing is, Sophie makes a good point. She can't go to a bar and meet a normal person. Mm. It just doesn't work. So at least they're screening people. Mm. It's like doing what she couldn't do in a year in like three weeks. I couldn't date Sophie Monk. Oh, yes, you could. She smokes. 
I won't date smokers. She smokes like a chimney. And, it's, and, it, and you hear it in her voice too. Hi, how are you going, Sophie Mark? Uh, no, she's honestly one of the coolest chicks ever. She's I your mate. I say bad things. She doesn't... Re- actually, you know what? I'm a little bit jaded. She doesn't return my calls. <laughs> Maybe because you say on your podcast that you don't like that she has a smoke and that she sounds like a... I will now. I'm one of those guys that, you know, I'm, I'm rejected, so I'm, I'm going to be a little bit mean. <laughs> Sorry, Sophie. No, she is absolutely awesome. Like I, You know how you meet people and you're like a little bit nitpicky and you can say bad things? She's got it all. She's, got, she's the full package. She is honestly amazing. She's done some pretty amazing stuff. Like, you know blockbuster movies in Hollywood. Yeah. I remember when I was there last, I saw her on a billboard promoting some nightclub or something yeah. like that. And she's still humble as anything. Yeah, She'll treat still. everybody the same. That's what I love about her. And what you see with her is absolutely what she's like all the time. Yeah, she's so down to earth. Hey, um, got, to, got to talk about it briefly, and I don't want to talk about it for a long time because it's something that was pretty major that changed your life. I yes. watched your TED Talks that you've been doing. Uh, I think you started in Adelaide and you might have had an, another couple going around where you talk about the royal prank call where if uh, no one knows what I'm talking about, years ago you were doing a top 40 radio show and you do a million pranks a year like I did working in radio for a long time. Um, A lady who you spoke to for like four seconds and put you through to um, the princess or the duchess or whatever she is uh, was devastated and you'd tell the story a lot better than than I would Uh, after you've all of a sudden celebrated getting getting through to royalty on the phone, she's topped herself. Yeah, and look, it was a really, really hard time and I absolutely feel for Jacintha and her family and I always will. And that's why I went over to the inquest. Um, we were doing what we do every other day. I, I made suggestions as to how it should have aired because any smart announcer would go, okay, yeah. um, I don't think this is okay to air, but it wasn't up to us to decide and what happened, happened. You know, she had a lot of things going on in her own life as well, but, it, you know, it did play a part and her writing my name in, in the suicide note was oh. something that is very confronting and something you have to look at and go, okay, regardless of who's at fault, mm. this poor lady still thought of me before she did that. So it, it sent me to the deepest and darkest spot you can ever go to in your life where you question whether you want to live or not. Mm. But I chose life mm. and I've made sure that I utilise every single second since. Four years ago though, I mean it's a long time, I feel even stupid bringing it up because everyone knows everything about it now and you've had royal inquests and you've had interviews on 60 Minutes or A Current Affair or whatever it was that I saw but do you think of it differently now? It's so far behind you? It, it will never be behind me but you learn to accept what it was and it becomes a part of your life but you live with it. It doesn't mm. define you. Mm. But you learn from it, which is why I created Troll Free Day. Because at the peak of the prank call, I was getting trolled for two years. The most heinous, revolting things you can say to a human being was said to me constantly. So that changes your mentality and you go, okay, if this is happening to me, how are children handling it? So I created Troll Free Day and that's what I got from that journey. And and someone sent you bullets in the mail as well? Yeah, with our names on it. Yeah. Oh, the, the death threats were real. We were in lockdown for three months. I remember working on Big Brother, uh, I got a lot of horrible trolls having Did a go at me. Did you social media back then or was um, it just not, coming into it? Not a lot. It was just coming into it. So um, I, I was one of the first people to be trolled, I think, ever on social yeah, media. Yeah, <laughs> But your late night stuff was freaking awesome. I would sit there and I would watch it. I remember this thing you did with an inflatable kangaroo and I'm like, this guy's a freaking genius. How does he just sit there and talk shit? I've got that inflatable kangaroo at home. We can go and do more with it later on if you can like. Can we? I would love to ride that kangaroo. I remember. It actually got to me. It really upset me 
I was getting, one person in particular was writing horrible things about my mother, my girlfriend, my looks, you're balding, you're ugly. And, so and I thought, I'm going to track this person down and I'm going to confront them face to face because I, I don't think that they, sh- they should be speaking to me like that publicly on social media when I'm just someone who's wanting to provide entertainment for people and make their lives a little bit better. So I actually went to their house <gasps> and I, I knocked on the door and his mother answered the door. He was 13. Oh, my God. He was 13. This is the thing. He's grounded. <laughs> He's probably still grounded to this day. And see how much it got to you, yeah. but you didn't know who was on the receiving end. So the way you need to look at trolling is they're not real. They're not normal. You don't know them. You don't know what they're going through. They're doing it because they're so miserable with their own lives that they want to bring you down. But now there's trolling on steroids, which are these massive oh. farms of people sitting yeah. in rooms who are hired well, hired by different... They hand off their dick for about five yeah. seconds. Yeah, but I'm not they... talking about the people like, you know, might be a 13-year-old kid or whatever in their bedroom writing something because they think it's funny and showing their mates because they've got a reaction. I'm talking about governments are doing it now where, you know, behind the scenes they'll, they'll pay people to, to try and, you know, change the whole public's... Um, opinion on something Are by I've yeah. heard of this. What is this? Oh, it's like you know the fake account saying I think this, I think that. You know this guy's awesome. I'm really going to vote for this person because so is political. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, don't you watch Homeland? I do, but then when he died, I couldn't like move on, move uh, on from it. Does you, he come back to life? By the way, nah. They, they he's make, dead that, in that. Yeah, he, the end of that one. No, he's in another series called Billions, so he couldn't go back to life. But he <laughs> he um he was great in that in that show, and I turned I off then as that. well. It was brilliant. And, and then I, I came back and and uh, and watched series four and five, and absolutely loved it because a lot of Is people it good. I gave uh, up yeah, after he died. No, a lot of a lot of people got really turned off by that and and thought, oh, it's not really worth watching anymore. Yeah. But it's just amazing in, in the last two series. It's like I'm a, I actually watch it and start shaking because I'm so on edge watching this show. Really? So yeah. can I just jump back in and, and do I season reckon, four or do I need to... I, I reckon season... The guy with the beard? I reckon season four, yeah, he is amazing. You know he was in The Princess Bride? Was he? Yeah. And wait, didn't he do... Oh, he did Criminal Minds. I yeah. was obsessed with him in that. He's great. Oh, I can't remember what his name is, but Dar Doll, the, the, the main, um, the main uh, bad CIA, head of the CIA guy, he is so horrible and so conniving. And the things that he does, just, it just makes you scream at the TV, your iPhone or laptop, whatever you're watching it on, wanting to, just wanting him to get caught for all the horrible things that he's doing. And it's... It's so satisfying. You've got to watch it anyway. Okay. Get back into Claire it. Claire Danes is still doing it, yeah. but she went a bit cray cray. Did she recover? Um, Did she, have a she baby never. With the guy? She, no, she she never really recovers. But she had she, yeah, she had a baby with um with the the terrorist dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the terrorist slash oh American God. army. So man. there's all right. I need to yeah. I need to get back on it. Get back into it. It's great. What else are you watching on Netflix and Stan and Hulu and all those kind of shows? Okay, I'm obsessed. So Netflix is my thing. So I love crime shows. So I've done The Killing. I've done The Missing. Uh, I love a bit of Lezo action as well. So I've done Orange is the New Black. Oh, cool. I just There's something about that I find fascinating because love is love. Mm. I like that. I like. How that. good is Ruby Rose? Oh, she's amazing. She's killing it now. She's like in Vin Diesel's new movie. Oh, yeah. She's absolutely dominating. And she's got a beautiful little... 
Veronica's girlfriend as well. I love those girls. Yeah, they're cool. Actually, I saw Ruby, Ruby Rose because I was living in the States for a couple of years. And I ran into her a few times around LA and she was so nice. We got along so well, you know, had a coffee, had a chat to her and so, so approachable and down to earth. Yeah. And, and she was doing the humble hustle in LA, just trying to get an agent, trying to get a manager because they don't give a shit what you did in Australia. It doesn't yeah. mean anything to them. And, and she started shooting her own little promo videos and she shot a video as well, which got millions of views about her um, dressing as a man and, and being a man in certain situations. And the uh, one of the directors of Orange is the New Black saw it and she got an audition. Oh, get out. Is that yeah. where that stemmed from? Yeah. Wow. So you got to make your own noise out there. You do. And that's the thing. I don't like someone else controlling my PR or, or my life, mm. especially after what happened. I like to take control of that stuff and make sure that I'm always being true to myself. The best thing you ever did was doing that TED Talks thing. It just laid it all out there. Because for someone that, that saw it in the news and, and I thought, oh, that's fucked. It's some these poor guys have just done a crank call and they're copping the blame for everything when people do crank calls every day all over Australia and they still do them and I didn't know the full story but I thought it was a lot worse than what it was and when I saw you do the TED Talks and you know understood how it actually happened I thought ah, it's, it's got nothing to do with her yeah, and it's it's tough though because you don't know how someone's feeling when you do that. So now I'm, I'm pretty anti-prank. Mm. Like I don't think I would be keen on doing that because mm. if you don't know who's on the receiving end, we just we honestly just thought it was a media centre who were trained to deal with that. And mm. at the inquest, we discovered that there was at least 10 other prank calls that day. Yeah, You just oh, expect, really? yeah, of course. So, so she was just fed up with lots of people calling. I don't know whether her shift had started. So mm. when our show was on and when we called, it was 5 a.m their time we didn't even check what the time was because we figured it's a hospital 24 7 so you just gotta be careful so here we are hanging out in a bar upstairs at the beach road hotel what's this place called again the valley this hot guy this bar is the valley and mel has spotted a hot guy who's putting beer coasters on tables Cougar will now attack. Probably doesn't need to be putting coasters down. He just wants to come over here and uh, and meet Mel as he's getting closer. He's, <laughs> take, he, off. He, take your top off. He's uh, he's he's placing coasters on tables closer and closer to us. He's two. Oh, he has to get to our table. He, he's two tables away right now, and and now he's here at our What's table. What's your name, young man? Ty. Ty. Mm, Ty. Hey, Ty. Um, where are you from? Oh, okay. can, can I talk to you for a minute? Come, come over here, Ty. Come on, mate. I just want to have a quick chat. So, um, are, are you single? Yeah. Oh, you are? Okay, cool. Do you like older women? No, I'm sorry. How old are you? 18. Do you like girls or guys? Girls. Uh, what do you think of the girl over there? She's 34. She's single. Blonde hair, blue eyes. I do have a girlfriend. Oh, he's got a girlfriend. Oh, sorry, man. She, but apparently, she doesn't mind sharing. It's fine. And I'm fine to get some feedback. I'd just like to know if he was keen. So what's the future hold for you? What's going on? Um, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Um, I love being back in radio. I love that I could create Troll Free Day and air a one-hour radio special to 40 radio stations across Australia. Wow. Like I find radio rewarding in that sense now. Use that platform for good. We've got such a powerful mm. medium to use. Use it for good. Don't do farts and, and boob jokes all the time. Yeah. You know, I love that I can do Troll Free Day. I've got my dating article. And by the end of this year, I'd love to, I'd love to find love again. And just to be dating someone, you know, do the normal things with a guy again. It's, it's soon will be nearly two years. So if you'd like to date Mel, all you got to do is go to her Instagram account. <laughs> you have to like three photos and then... Don't do all booby photos. No, you know what? The problem with me is and I, I'm an old school romantic. Mm. Flowers over a dick pic any day. Oh, really? What, so uh, get some flowers and put your dick over the top of the flowers? 
don't. Is that what you mean? Flowers I, over a dick pic or dick pic over flowers? No, I just want flowers instead of oh, instead of going, oh, hey, Sorry. do you want to go on a date? Here's my dick. No. No, I don't want you or your dick. Maybe you but I want flowers and a nice date first. Do you get sent a lot of dick pics? Not anymore because I made a point of saying don't send me dick pics oh. because it's just it's degrading. Like, mm. gross. Don't be gross. And I want to have a real conversation. Mm. I don't want you just doing your stupid little conversations and your like, like, like. Mm. Talk to me. Talk to Mel. <laughs> Call 1-800-273-543. Mel's dating hotline. No dick pics. <laughs> Just flowers and good conversation. <laughs> well, this has been fun. I look forward to the headlines that will um, be created from this film. You've been listening to On The Mic with Mike Goldman. Subscribe, download and review at iTunes, Audio Boom, Stitcher or your favourite podcasting app. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com. 